Hello, everyone. This is Mary Jo Ryder. Hey, Mike here. Welcome to this moment with MJ. I put my arm around you and snuggle you a little bit. And I, I like, like it. That. I like it. Yeah. So we welcome you. We thank you for sharing with us. Amen. And we are, we had something else on our heart. And we just did a podcast. So just depending on if we put this one out first or that one out first, it'll just depend on what the Holy Spirit tells us to do. Right. But we wanted to share. What or, else was on our heart? You know what? We might do another one and put that one out first. Who I mean, knows? the Lord knows. The Lord He's knows. got, I've, you know, we've given him free reign on this. So that's good. We're just instruments in his hand. That's good. <laughs> so we talked a little bit about a new book that we started reading. Mm-hmm. And it's called The Awe of God mm-hmm. by John Bevere. And the topic is teaching on the fear of the Lord. Mm-hmm. And one of the things that he shared in there. I actually had something happen this morning, which is the morning that we're recording this. Might not be the, you know, obviously it's not going to be the morning that it happened because this won't come out today. But anyhow, it's it's pretty precious. I mean, it really is. And in the book, John is talking about coming to the Lord with such a reverential respect and awe and just being overwhelmed by who God is and being overwhelmed with just him mm-hmm. and having such a strong desire to be close to him and to be in his presence that it pretty much consumes everything that you do and everything that you are. And he's given a couple of testimonies, but a testimony that I had there was something that he shared about what something that the Lord revealed to him through the Lord's prayer. Sorry, through the Lord's prayer. Okay, when Jesus is teaching the disciples how to preach or to to pray. Mm-hmm. Okay, he's teaching them how to pray. He said, "Our Father, you pray like this: Our Father, which is in heaven, hallowed be your name." And it struck him. He said, "Hallowed be your name." And he went into the definitions of the word. I'll look them up and we'll go over them again. But it was that just that drawing, just that intense longing mm-hmm. to be so close to him that you would rather die than to not be in his presence. It, it, it was just so precious. So this morning I'm laying in bed and I was just thinking about some things and it started to rise up inside of me. It was like there's in his presence there is fullness of joy. And at his right hand, there are pleasures evermore. I was like, oh, yes, that is so awesome. Mm -hmm. Just such a a precious promise Mm -hmm. to us. So wasn't sleeping. You know what? I'm going to go out and I'm going to dig into the word. Let's just go out and share time with the Lord. Mm -hmm. So I got up and I got my Bible and I've got my little reading plan. I've been going through the Gospels, you know, getting Jesus playbook and learning how he operated. So he said as as he is, so are we in this world. Mm-hmm. So we might as well learn how to master operate so we can operate in a similar manner, right? That's good. I'm trying to read and it's just not flowing. You know, sometimes you get to reading and the, and the word is just popping off the page and it's exploding in your heart and God is revealing things to you through the Holy Spirit that are just like, wow, you know, and it just wasn't happening. And all of a sudden it's like, in his presence is fullness of joy and at his right hand are pleasures evermore. Oh yeah. Right. 
I, you know what? I really don't know where that is, but I think what I'm going to do is just, I'm just going to flip over there and just see if I can find it. Thinking that it was in Psalms. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. thinking that it was in Psalms. I'm like, you know what? It's in Psalms somewhere. Okay, so I flipped to the exact page. My eyes landed on the verse, and I was just like, God, you're so amazing. You're so awesome. Just so precious. And I just sat there and read it. It's Psalms uh, 1611. So go there and read it, and it's it's precious. But And then you think about, like we, we talked about on the last podcast, we talked about the outpourings of the Spirit are, that are happening. And that's exactly what's happening. In his presence is fullness of joy. Joy doesn't always have to be happy and running around laughing and screaming and all that kind of thing. Joy just can be enjoying the presence of the Lord to such a degree that you're just overwhelmed by it. And at his right hand are pleasures evermore. There's nothing more precious than being in the manifest presence of the Holy Spirit. I'll tell you what. It's a sweet spot to be, that is. is for sure. And it is something to be endeavored by all of us, I oh, believe. Yeah, to strive for, definitely. Mm -hmm. Definitely. So we'll be doing a little bit more in-depth talking as we get through farther through the Awe of God book. If God drops something into our hearts that he would like us to share with you that we can share from the book, we will do that and it's going to be awesome. I would really encourage everybody to go out and get that book and read it. It really is a very eye-opening book. So I've got a lot of game changer books on the <laughs> on the shelf. It's like Pentecostal Fire. We keep plugging that one, the Oyo Depot books and mm -hmm. things like that that are like, oh, there's a book of the game changer. So, but <laughs> so anyway, but um, we're gonna do something a little bit different that we really haven't done up until now and we would like your participation that's as right. listeners that's right okay so why don't you share a little bit about kind of the thought behind it well or am I, was, I too putting you on putting you too much no, on the I spot think it's okay i think it's okay <laughs> i was reading and going into the gifts of the holy spirit mm -hmm. and that just Tongues, interpretation of tongues, mm -hmm. the working of miracles, the discerning of spirits, and I'll have to have you probably back yeah. me up on the scripture. Right. But what caught my attention, I believe, as I was reading it this morning, was how God gives one gift, or the Holy Spirit actually gives one gift to somebody, mm -hmm. and to another is another gift, and to another is another gift. Mm -hmm. And I, I was contemplating on, yes, I believe it's great when you are hungry and you are striving for operating in the gifts of the Spirit mm -hmm. and that you're seeing them developed in your life and you want to be the one basically that is, you know, I, I know it's always been taught that you, the gift that you the gift that's needed is the gift mm -hmm. that you should be asking for at that time, which is great advice. But what really popped off the page at me this morning was just that that he gives one to you if you're in a meeting type thing, and mm -hmm. he gives somebody else another and mm -hmm. somebody else another. And the point being is that 
you're to be a body, that you're right. not to be the only one that is operating or working in the gifts of the Spirit. Mm-hmm. And you know, that fits perfectly in with uh, 1 Corinthians chapter 12, where he talks about the, the gifts of the Spirit. And then he talks about the body parts. What I'm going to do is I'm just going to read the entirety of 1 Corinthians chapter 12, okay? And then let's discuss. Mm-hmm. Let's talk. Send us, put, drop a comment down below. Send us an email. Put a comment in the Facebook. Let's talk about this, okay? What what we're looking for, I believe, as Mike's trying to get at, is is what do you think or what is your, you know, how could you add to this discussion? Right. Right. What's your take? Because we love hearing from you. And this these are one of the funnest ones we do where we get to go, you know, get to dialogue with, with our listeners. It's just a blast. So I'm going to read 1 Corinthians 12 out of the Amplified Bible. And then we'll kind of see where we go from there. Now, about the spiritual gifts, the special endowments of supernatural energy, brethren, I do not want you to be misinformed. You know that when you were heathen, you were led off after idols that could not speak habitually as impulse directed in whatever the occasion might arise. Therefore, I want you to understand that no one speaking under the power and influence of the Holy Spirit of God can ever say, Jesus be cursed. And no one can really say, Jesus is my Lord, except by and under the power and influence of Holy Spirit. Now, there are distinctive varieties and distributions of endowments, gifts, extraordinary powers distinguishing certain Christians due to the power of divine grace operating in their souls by the Holy Spirit. And they vary, but the Holy Spirit remains the same. And there are distinctive varieties of service and ministration, but it is the same Lord who is served. And there are distinctive varieties of operation of working to accomplish things, but it is the same God who inspires and energizes them all in all. But to each one is given the manifestation of the Holy Spirit, the evidence, the spiritual illumination of the Spirit for good and profit. To one is given in and through the Holy Spirit the power to speak a message of wisdom, commonly called a word of wisdom. Okay? and to another the power to express a word of knowledge and understanding according to the same Holy Spirit, to another wonder-working faith by the same Holy Spirit, to another the extraordinary powers of healing by the one Spirit, to another the working of miracles, to another prophetic insight, the gift of interpreting the divine will and purpose, to another the ability to discern and distinguish between the utterances of true spirits, and false ones, to another various kinds of unknown tongues, to another the ability to interpret such tongues. And that's exactly what you were talking about uh, a little bit ago. All these gifts, achievements, abilities are inspired and brought to pass by one and the same Holy Spirit who apportions to each person individually exactly as he chooses. For just as the body is a unity and yet has many parts, and all the parts, though many, form only one body, so it is with Christ the Messiah, the Anointed One. For by means of personal of the personal agency of one Holy Spirit, we were all, whether Jews or Greeks, slaves or free, baptized and by baptism united together into one body, and all made to drink of the one Holy Spirit. For the body does not consist of one limb or organ, but of many. If the foot should say, because I am not the hand, I do not belong to the body, would it therefore not be a part of the body? If the ear should say, because I am not the eye, I do not belong to the body, 
Would it be therefore not a part of the body? If the whole body were an eye, where would be the sense of hearing? If the whole body were an ear, where would be the sense of smell? But as it is, uh, I, the nose of the body. What about I, I don't. I, he doesn't talk about that, but it's just oh. kind of interesting to think about. You know, you got the ear and the eye, the hearing and the, and the seeing and then the smelling, and some somebody's the left middle finger of the body and the pinky and things. It's just it's just interesting the analogy here. Mm-hmm. Um, if the whole body were an eye, where would be the sense of hearing? And uh, if the whole body were an ear, where would be the sense of smell? But as it is, God has placed and arranged the limbs and organs in the body, each particular one of them, just as he wished and saw fit and with the best adaptation. But if the whole were all one single organ, where would the body be? And now there are certainly many limbs and organs, but a single body. And the eye is not able to say to the hand, I have no need of you, nor again the head to the feet, I have no need of you. But instead there is absolute necessity for the parts of the body that are considered the more weak. And those parts of the body which we consider rather ignoble are the very parts which we invest in with additional, excuse me, with additional honor. And our unseemly parts and those unsuitable for exposure are treated with seemliness, modesty, and decorum which our more presentable parts do not require, but God has so adjusted, mingled, harmonized, and subtly proportioned the parts of the whole body, giving the greater honor and richer endowment to the inferior parts which lack apparent importance. I've heard somebody say this about somebody who is called to be a closet prayer warrior. And what they do is they just sit and they intercede and accomplish tons Mm -hmm. in the spirit, but they're not seen on the platform. You may not even know that a particular individual does that, that that's what the Lord has them doing is interceding and praying for the body of Christ. Mm -hmm. You know, so that could be considered somebody along that line. Verse 25, so that there should be no division or discord or lack of adaptation of the parts of the body to each other, but the members all alike should have a mutual interest in and care for one another. And if one member suffers, all the parts share the suffering. If one member is honored, all the members share in the enjoyment of it. Now you collectively are Christ's body and individually you are members of it, each part severally and distinct, each with his own place and function. So God has appointed some in the church for his own use, first apostles, special messengers, second prophets, inspired preachers and expounders, third teachers, then wonder workers, then those with ability to heal the sick, helpers, administrators, speakers in different unknown tongues. Are all apostles special messengers? Are all prophets inspired interpreters of the will and purposes of God? Are all teachers? Do all have the power of performing miracles? Do all possess extraordinary powers of healing? Do all speak with tongues? Do all interpret? But earnestly desire and zealously cultivate the greatest and best gifts and graces, the higher gifts and the choicest graces. And yet I will show you a still more excellent way, one that is better by far and the highest of them all, love. And then he goes into 1 Corinthians 13 and talks about love. Mm -hmm. We might do something on that too because I had kind of something 
come up with that one time, and that was a lot of fun. So we might go through that. But thinking about the spiritual gifts, thinking about the body, and go ahead and just send us send us a question. Send us a thought. Talking, something that a, you're, a would be a talking point. point for you. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And let's dialogue. Let's talk about it. Let's go to the Word, and let's find some answers, and let's, let's talk about this. I think this is going to be a lot of fun. We'd love to have you participate. Again, mm-hmm. drop a comment down below with a question, thought, opinion, answer, what, whichever, however you feel like you want to participate, and let's go. That's our goal for this podcast. Amen. So thanks for joining us, and we're looking forward to hearing with you, from you and working with you on this. I think this is going to be good. So until next time, when we hopefully are talking about a lot of these things, thanks for listening. Have a great day.